Now let's get to arguably the biggest name, right, in tech. That would be Apple. Joining us now, Wendy Johansson, GVP of Experience at Publicist Sapient. Wendy, thanks for being with us. Glad you're here. Apple reports its numbers later today. Obviously, a lot of new devices. Uh, people are doing the channel checks. And they're seeing some good news, aren't they? They are. They're seeing a lot of uptake from the iPhone 12. Uh, analysts out there are reporting that the uh, pre-buy and pre-orders have actually been a lot more, I think, about double previous years of uh, iPhone launches. And not only that, but honestly, the pandemic has been good for Apple services. It continues to grow. They've connected through the home ecosystem. And uh, Apple's event a couple of weeks ago just continues to show how Apple is really focused on giving you the connected experiences throughout that home ecosystem, whether it's a traditional family or, you know, a roommate situation of the new nuclear family. Right. I mean, it's so interesting You talk about the home ecosystem. I just finished talking about Amazon and the Prime Day, of course, for Amazon is often used to sell a lot of Amazon products that all connect to one another. And Apple is much of the same. The other part that's really interesting is their own chips taking Intel out of the yeah. supply chain to a certain extent here. How revolutionary and important is that for a company like Apple? Will it make them money? Is it a good move? I think it's a good move because it helps them continue to own not only their whole supply chain, but really have a direct connection to the chip makers who can continue to innovate for exactly what Apple is looking to create. I think for a long time, the ecosystem out there has been focused on what chip makers can produce and then what the uh, manufacturers like Apple and uh, Android out there can go ahead and create from that. But now they actually have their own partnership and they can innovate exactly for themselves. Tell me more about Apple beyond just the telephones and how it's used more broadly around the world from everything from, you know, transportation and everything like that. Yeah, so Apple is used around the world um, in terms of a, a much sleeker user experience. When, I, when we're talking about, you know, connected home devices, it also extends into Siri. When you're on the go, you can pull up your Apple Watch and, you know, find out what's the best route right. for you. When's the bus coming? Or now during the pandemic, you know, what's the best way for me to get one place to another safely? Um, is that an Uber? Is that driving my own car? And I think a lot of this is also really convenient for users right now. Um, to be able to have these kind of talk devices where you know you don't have to touch anything, you don't have to lower your mask to unlock. Uh, maybe that's a little more painful for us who are used to face unlock, but I think there's there's a lot of value in this kind of new safer world that people are looking at in you know touch-free ordering, touch-free payment at stores, and being able to really have all of that within your Apple ecosystem you know, and feel that trust and security. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great breakdown there. Um, tell me about the numbers for today. I mean, we can all look at the earnings per share and the revenue, but what numbers are you going to be watching for most closely? For me, it's really going to be around the pre-orders of the iPhone 12 and uh, other services and, and devices that they've offered out there. This is going to continue to show us um, from the technology side. Is Apple going to continue to win and be kind of their own single ecosystem? Or are people just going, you know, especially in this economy during the pandemic, for the cheapest devices that help them get connected in these ways, for the cheapest services? So is this still about quality and connectivity and great user experience? Or is it now just a price war? Because this is where our economy is heading. I also thought it was interesting how they're back to the teeny tiny phone. 
You know, sometimes my kids would make fun of their uncle or somebody who might have the oldest iPhone around. But what was hot then is back. I mean, what do you make of that? I think that's always going to be a bouncing trend. Uh, and I'm personally happy for the teeny tiny phone. I could never use one of the larger phones with just one hand. I'd have to hold it and, you know, pull up the other hand, which, you know, you have to put the dog down, you have to put the kid's hand down. So I, I think it continues to bounce back and forth. But I do see a lot of value in, in this kind of bouncing because you'll always see um, various other manufacturers and devices out there with the larger phones. But I am happy to say that nobody is still pulling up a... Uh, a, a tablet or kind of a mid-sized phone or notebook into a telephone anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, I know a lot of the men that I know were happy because they like to keep it in their pocket. And a smaller one was what they prefer rather than some big, you know, plus type of phone. Wendy, thank you. Yeah. Always. We appreciate your breakdown and expertise. Wendy Johansson, GVP of Experience at Publicis Sapient. Thanks, Wendy.